Well, good morning. How are you? I'm glad that you've tuned in. This is DK Ministries Podcast, Proclaiming the Word Podcast, and I am Danny Smith, your Bible teacher. Glad that you are here. Now that you would know this if I didn't tell you, but this is the second time that I uh, <laughs> attempted to get this podcast done. Got a phone call done in the middle of it. Can't do anything about that, and um, so always glad to talk to folks. So we're starting again. You say, why don't you tell us that? Well, because in case this podcast doesn't... <laughs> hit the mark i'm just gonna tell you that other podcast was gonna be awesome maybe the best ever but it's gone (laughs) it's gone now and so you'll have to settle for this but anyway we listen proverbs chapter 29 verse 18 says at first part verse a our 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 part a i used to hear i don't hear that much anymore people say where there's no vision the people perish now other translations use things like you know cast off restraint this kind of stuff but I've always loved that translation. It's the one that I came to faith uh, hearing. And, and so we're going to talk about that today. So write that down. Go back, read it, study it, think about it. Proverbs chapter 29, 18. Let me get through with what I consider to be the fluff stuff. Let you know how you can contact us and all that kind of stuff. As I said, this is DK Ministries. And you can contact us by sending us an email. All or case in this address dspreacherman at gmail.com all lowercase one more time that's all we're going to do it right now dspreacherman at gmail.com all lowercase that's how you can contact us up you can look us up on the facebook as my friend says he's a little more dramatic when he says it or you can just uh you know look us up on our dk ministries web page uh, website facebook page or my personal facebook page danny smith you say what am i all find your facebook page as well You'll find videos, you'll find uh, sayings, you'll find, uh, you'll just find, uh, you know, a podcast. Now, the best way to find the podcast is go to Anchor or Spotify. And the reason I say those together, the majority of the people that I know that listen, listen on Spotify. Uh, But Spotify and Anchor are somehow tied together. No, I I don't know how, I don't know exactly what what the relationship is, but somehow they're tied together. That's all I know. And so you can do that. We record these on Anchor. We appreciate Anchor so much. Now, remember, the goal of this podcast is always to give you something, not sell you something. That's why we don't come in and say, hey, send us this and we'll send you that or any kind of thing like that. We are just simply trying to proclaim the truth of God's word to you and trying to help you in your growth and in your walk. And we would love to hear from you. How do you do that? Well, as I said, dspreachman at gmail.com, all lowercase. Send us a note. Send us a letter. Hey, Brother Danny, I'm still listening. Or, hey, Brother Danny, I started listening. Or, hey, Brother Danny, I've quit listening. <laughs> Whatever it is. And if you've quit listening, let us know why. If it's something I can fix, I'll fix it. Uh, but the truth is, if you've quit listening, probably isn't anything I'd fix. But I'd love to know if you've quit for some if, if so, for what, for what reason. Okay. What I'm going to talk to you about today is something that is based on or comes out of uh, some conversations I've held lately with some different people. And uh, after these conversations took place, God brought back this passage of Scripture. Now, as I said, it's one when, that I came, when I came to faith, I heard all the time. And uh, the, the group that I was with that helped me grow and helped me walk, you know, kind of firm up my walk with Christ, they used it a lot. Now, I don't hear it as much as I used to. And to be totally transparent, as some people like that phrase, sometimes too much, uh, with you, I, I, yeah, in transparency, uh, I don't use it as much as I used to for whatever reason. Uh, I can say, well, I don't have an opportunity. I, I don't know if that's true, but I don't 
use it as much as I used to, but I often think about it. I've thought about it a lot this week. Now, let me tell you what happened. I had a friend the other day. Uh, I'm going to tell you about different friends. No, I'm not going to name any of them, and nor am I going to tell you where they're at. Uh, two of my pastors, I want I'm just a good, committed, uh, loyal, faithful friend and believer in the Lord Jesus Christ who does what he can uh, to help his church and to reach people. And so one of my friends is a pastor whose church has been affected by COVID. Uh, boy, that's a big group, isn't it? I mean, gosh. But they got to looking at what's happened to them and realized that their numbers are down and realized it's not that their people are sick, but, you know, people are still being cautious about, you know, big crowds and everything. Now, we can have discussions about things, but the truth is the church has to minister to people. And sometimes you got to do something you think, well, we shouldn't have to do that or whatever to minister to people. Now, I don't know what to say that. I'm going to say this. I don't know they thought that. I think what they did, they saw a need to get people to come back to church. They saw a need to make a way that people would feel comfortable and realize that people were not and are not and probably will not be comfortable maybe even ever again being shoulder to shoulder. And so uh, in, a, in a service or anywhere, uh, and, and I, you know, theoretically anywhere, I know I see pictures at ball games and things. That's a whole different story. <laughs> but anyway, what they decided to do as a church, not whine, not complain, not try to put people on guilt trips, they decided to start another service. That's right. They decided to start another service. And they've started that. And uh, my friend shared with me the other day that, man, you know, they're back to uh, equal to or above where they were before COVID came by just simply starting another service, uh, giving people space to come to church, making them feel quote unquote safe or whatever you want, or you want to use, comfortable. And now they're they're back. It got room for people to come in, room to grow. And everybody's, you know, feel good. They had a vision. They had a vision. Now, to this friend, I would say, didn't say at the time because I wouldn't think about this verse or anything. I wish I would have. You know, it's great what you think of later. But to my friend, I would just simply say, if you listen to this podcast, keep feeding that vision. Just whatever, just keep feeding it. You know, that, you know God's got something good. God's got something uh, going on. God's got something great to do. There's people to reach. Just keep feeding the vision. My second friend, and we're going to try to move quickly here. My second friend came to me the other day and told me about three friends that he's praying for. Gave me their names, how he thinks about them, how he talks about them, that he and some friends of his are praying for. No, I don't know who his friends are, and nor do I know really the people he's talking about. But I loved his burden for these folks, and to me, it was, yeah, he got a vision. He got a vision that we serve a God that works in individual lives. He's got a vision that God answers prayers. He's got a vision that, you know, men should always pray and not the faint. And so he's praying. He has challenged me to pray. I'm praying for these three men, and I'm looking forward to the day when we hear what God has done in their lives. Now, if you're sitting there, are you promising and guaranteeing that God's going to do this in their life? God, no, I'm not doing that. Here's what I'm going to tell you. God is going to work in their life. Now, this isn't the time, the place, or the podcast for, but God will never take away your free will. And so, whether or not they respond accordingly is up to them. But I can promise you God is going to deal with them based on the faith of those guys praying for them. So keep feeding the vision. Okay, so that just tell my friend that. And then third, uh, another friend, uh, his story a little bit more heartbreaking, or a lot more heartbreaking, actually. He is in the church to be blessed by God. They are seeing great things. And, you know, he just was telling me uh, what God was doing and blessing my heart. Maybe he wanted to shout. And I'm not one of those, you know, shouters. <laughs> 
no cards and letters, please. Anyway, um, but in the midst of that, and it's bringing growth. Now, they don't need to start another service. Apparently, they got room. But their problem is some of the few folks who's been around a while don't quite have the vision for reaching new people. You know, because when you reach new people, things do change. You know, the pastor's got more to do. He's got more people to see. He's got other things to do. And, oh, well, they want the pastor to do what he's always done. You know, uh, and I don't know what the pattern was or what the deal was. And he's trying to figure out how do you keep uh, people who you know, want to be pacified, satisfied, while at the same time continue to grow the church, continue to see God do great things, continue to do the things that God leads you to do. Well, you got to, you got to cast the vision there, really. You got to cast the vision. And, and we talked about, it's not like he's trying, you just got to keep on doing, you got to keep on planting the seeds. You got to keep on reminding people why we come to church. You know, we don't go to church just simply to uh, just sit and stew. We go to church to grow, uh, to reach. Go back and look at Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. Jesus is very clear that the church is not meant to just, you know, gather and kind of uh, sit around and talk about old times, but to reach new people, uh, uh, to bring salvation to the lost and all these things. Well, you got to keep casting that vision. So one thing, you have to feed the vision. The second thing, cast the vision. We're going to come back and talk this a little, about this a little more. And then my third friend I'm going to talk to you about, uh, he, uh, uh, some more, we'll talk to you about it a little more. Uh, he uh, just is trying to figure out how to do that. He wants to just continue to grow this church, continue to see God do good. He is so thrilled at what God's doing. He has not, uh, as a pastor, been part of that before. He, I think he may have seen it in churches he's been in. I don't know. Sound like maybe he had, but he'd not been at ministerially, and so he's so excited. He didn't want to lose it. He didn't want to lose focus, and I just got to tell you, you just got to keep casting the vision. And, and then, so those are my three friends. One in a church has started a new service because they had a vision, too, uh, who, had, who had a vision. I just praying for three guys, and then a third one who needs to cast a vision uh, because of people who are struggling because things are changing because God is moving. Now, <laughs> in my own experience, I'm Pastor Taylor Creek Baptist Church. We are we are like a lot of churches affected by COVID. You know, the numbers aren't what they were, apparently. I can only speak to what I've been here, but we had the greatest number of folks in church this past Sunday since I've been their pastor. What it was my first week as their pastor, first Sunday, so I guess that makes sense. Whatever we'd had been the greatest. <laughs> but anyway. Ah, uh, it was so awesome. So uh, we had this great event, Love You Church. I talked to you about it last week. I'm not going to uh, bore you with that. But to do that, we had to, you know, bring in tables and chairs. We had to put tables and chairs in the auditorium. They were beautiful. People decorated. Oh, man, what an awesome day. What a great time. But then the tables and chairs, the tables had to go out. The chairs had to go back. Well, I didn't know. Uh, I will tell you that uh, uh, Kathy and I put the move the tables and break the chairs back because we were there early we wanted to have worship Wednesday night so we tried to help people out but when we got started we, what we didn't know is there is a measuring rod there's a stick <laughs> that you can measure the distance of the chairs and the rows and and so when they got there they did that it was pretty awesome to kind of watch and uh, people were kind of laughing and talking about good humor uh, and I just was amazed at how dedicated they were to making sure you know the rows right and everything looked good it was a blessing to me and I've thought about that, and, and I thought about casting that vision, and uh, feeding that vision, and gathering the vision, and I thought about that measuring stick, measuring rod, whatever you'll say. And, and so here's what I'm going to tell you, as we talk about vision, Proverbs 29, 18, where there's no vision, the people perish. So let's measure it. My friend who did the measuring of the, of the chairs of the auditorium, 
you know, I guess you could say measured them north, south, east, and west. How's that? And you say, well, which way is the auditorium face? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think, actually, I think the auditorium face is toward the north, but it doesn't matter. All the way around. They measured all the way around. And so after I thought about what they did, and I thought about what we need to do, I thought about that stick. Let's measure it. Number one, are you feeding the vision? Well, I don't know, Brother Danny. Well, then, number two, make sure you have a vision. Okay? You can't feed a vision you don't have. You say, why didn't you have number one first? Because a lot of people are trying to feed a vision they don't have. A lot of people, you know, because they, they think this, they think that. Oh, we can do this, we can do that. No, no, no. you got to go back first and make sure you have a vision. And if you have a vision, feed it. So you can flip-flop them if that makes you feel better. But if you are feeding a vision that's not existent, then what I want to tell you, what I want to challenge you to do, what I want to invite you to do, what I want to encourage you to do is stop that and then develop the vision. Okay? So so you've got to develop the vision. So, you know, now if there is a vision there, feed it. Okay? Maybe that's the problem. There's a vision, but you haven't been feeding it. And, and you got to keep feeding it. I remember some years ago, uh, a lot of people read, you know, Purpose Driven Life by... Rick Warren, a lot of things have been made of him and his books and everything else. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not here to talk about him. I'm here to tell you something he said about vision. Or I took it as he was saying about vision. How often people will forget uh, if you don't keep reminding them. And in his book, he made the point 29 days. Okay. Now I don't have time to rehash everything he said. But his point was if you don't keep reminding people, they're going to forget. You have to remind them because in 29 days, they'll forget. So that means. Every every month, at least once a month, you better make sure you are casting, recasting, feeding that vision. Uh, and if you're in a church and you're a group of friends, for example, take my friend praying uh, for those three guys. My advice to him today would be those friends that you have praying with you, remind them why you're doing this every once in a while. At least once a month, hey, you know, we're praying that God gets a hold of these three guys, that God does a great work in their life, that God changes them, and, and we can see, you know, tangible results in their life, in the life of their family. So cast the vision, feed the vision. Those two things are, are so important. Uh, a lot of churches about Mount, uh, I can't say that word, Mount Numerish, Numerish. <laughs> I can't say it. You say, well, you tried to say it. I don't, but I just wanted to prove to you I couldn't say it, but I think you know what it is. I went to speech class one time when I was in California, but it didn't help, okay? Anyway, so you have to feed it. Some churches are starving. They they have the vision constantly cast, but it's never fed. And you have to feed the vision. You have to just, you know, you have to cast it. You have to feed it. You have to make sure that people understand it's there. Uh, I, I tell you about, you know, Taylor Creek, and I tell you about the Great Day Sunday. Well, we're feeding the vision. We got an opportunity to do a little mission project. Uh, it's neat the way this happened. A friend called me yesterday and wanted to know if we'd take part in something. And, you know, it's, it's not a huge thing. It's not a, it's not a earth-shattering thing, but it helps us feed the vision of doing what we can. And so today we start the process of trying to get that done. And so we're feeding the vision, casting the vision, feeding the vision. That's what we need to do. So you cast the vision, feed the vision, and you celebrate the vision. That's the next thing. You celebrate. Well, in the midst, you say, well, we're not finished. We're not accomplished. We're not, we're not done. No, no, no. I know. But somewhere along the way, it has to be time for celebration. It has to be, look what God has done. Look what God is doing. You know, uh, I, I, I've been noticing in our, in our services at Taylor Creek, and I, I don't know who's taught them this. I don't know where it comes from. I, it didn't come from me because they were already doing it. So I'm not taking credit for it. But they've been praying. There's several people, every time they pray, they pray for the chairs that are empty to be filled. 
And yes, like a lot of churches, we have chairs that are empty now. You know, we, we, and we would love to see them filled, you know, uh, uh, COVID took a, is taking a toll on that a little bit. And our people are seeing. So Sunday, when we uh, moved the chairs out, we did something when we put them back. I didn't know. We put the chairs back there taken out to make, you know, make people comfortable during COVID. But nobody had told me that. Uh, that was before my time. We had talked about it. It was done. Uh, you can't revisit every everything you've ever done every week. But I learned the other night as they as they were measuring the chairs, and, uh, you know, making everything in line, they put the chairs back, the pre-COVID chairs, they put it back. And uh, because it wouldn't measure, and this is the point, it wouldn't measure out right if we, if we didn't put them back. And so I kind of watched all that. You know, I'm a newcomer and just was kind of blessed and amazed. First, I was, I was blessed that it wasn't, hey, somebody needs to do this. It's, hey, we need to get this done. And that's two different things. By the way, if you're not helping your church, if you're not doing, taking part, you're not helping, you're not feeding the vision. So anyway, so we need to feed the vision. We need to, you know, cast the vision, feed the vision. Those two things go hand in hand. And, and I know that I said the second one first and the first one second because a lot of churches have it backwards and, and they're trying to feed a vision that hasn't been cast or hasn't been grabbed a hold of. But let's feed it. Let's grab it. Let's cast it. Let's grow the vision. Okay. Let's don't get to the point where we're stopping. Let's don't get to the point where we're satisfied. Let's don't get to the point where, okay, this is good. You know, eat, drink, and be merry kind of thing. Let's don't do that. Let's just keep growing the vision. Let's keep, keep doing what <coughs> excuse me, God would have us do. So let's grow the vision. Let's make sure that whatever we need to do, my friend grew another service. Uh, maybe my other friend, uh, maybe they need to add another uh, name to the prayer list. I don't know. Maybe this, you know, maybe they need to add a family, whatever it is. And then my, my third friend, as he continues to, you know, cast the vision and feed the vision in his church, maybe he just needs to define the vision for, for his folks, his people can understand. Most people in churches do not realize that they're fighting against the purpose of the church when they want things to remain the same. Now here we're talking about just, I want the same number of people, I want to sit in my chair, I want to do what I've always done. No, no, no. If you're going to reach folks, if you're going to see great things happen, you have to, you must make sure that things change. You must make sure that things are growing, that things are going in a different way. And that means, well, and finally, we're going to close with this. That means you have to determine the vision's direction. You see, the truth is, if you're not hitting, hitting, hitting somewhere, you're not going anywhere. And the truth is, sometimes you just need to stop, realize you're not going where you need to go, and evaluate. Yes, I have a story for that. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to find a house. I couldn't find it. My GPS said you've arrived. Well, obviously I had not arrived. There was no house there. Okay. So I drove up and down in the area. No address. The house wasn't there. And I'd been to this house, but I couldn't find it. So I pulled over to a church parking lot and I called somebody who knew where the house was. And I said, and I, you know, I reminded them of who I was. And I reminded them who I was looking for, where I needed to go. And, and, they, and they said, where are you? And I told them. And they said, oh, you haven't gone far enough. And then they gave me the directions. And here's the thing that I remember when they said you haven't gone far enough I knew that I was going to use that I knew that God had something in that for me and now he has it for you a lot of us today let's look at a vision maybe we haven't gone far enough maybe we need to hear those words as I've heard them you haven't gone far enough let's keep going let's move forward let's cast the vision 
let's feed the vision, let's grow the vision. And when we get to a place where suddenly we think, okay, we're arrived and we're good here, let's hear those words. We haven't go far enough. Let's keep going till Jesus calls our name home. God bless you. I love you. I'm praying for you. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, tell people about the podcast. Remember, it didn't cost them anything. They just had to listen. Uh, let us know that you're listening. DSPreachBed, gmail.com, all lowercase. DSPreachBed, gmail.com, all lowercase. And by the way, let's keep casting the vision, feeding the vision, and let's make sure we go. Make sure that people understand what the vision means to them. God bless you. We love you. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. This has been DK Ministries, Proclaiming the Word Podcast.